Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. Welcome, ice cream scoops, socialists, socialites, and the ice cream sandwich. This is the ice cream social. Sitting across from me, that's Paul Mattingly. Across from me, that's none other than Mr. Matt Donnelly. And we are we are doing the most fancy dressed uh, podcast yet. Yeah, we are all in uh, semi formal attire. Yeah, because we've just come from bucket show. We just did the bucket show. And there's a bunch of scoops at tonight's bucket show, which yeah, is was really great. neat. Mm-hmm. It's becoming a common thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the the dead giveaway was we asked for a suggestion of a line that you actually overheard today to start off our scene, and someone said, um, "I fucked this harpsichord," and I was like, "That's a scoop right there. Mm-hmm. That's a listener to this the, this old podcast." Yeah. Or as you said, either that's a scoop or holy shit. We're on to something crazy here. <laughs> yeah, there's something the zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. If 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 harpsichord fucking's in, we're <laughs> and we were right there on the edge of that. We were right there on the edge of that. The bleeding, bleeding harpsichord edge. Um, but uh, it was a we did a little bit of a wacky bit of a wacky show. Tonight. It was kind of crazy. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Now and the thing is, we just did a whole show, so we used all of our funny juice. Oh, we're sorry, done. guys. This we're is all... a post bucket show. <laughs> Fuck you, basically. Uh, and plus, you were up early this morning. You did. You do. You take your dog to a dog discipline daycare alliteration with the D's. Yeah, we had dog training. Uh, dog training. Uh, luckily or unluckily, this morning I did not have to go because I had to go tend to my eye. Oh, you had the weird eye thing still. Yeah, but. My wife went, but the dog training is to going. To the eye doctor for you? Yes. My wife went to the, do- went to the eye doctor. My I went and took care of the dog. <laughs> my son's, my son. My son. My son, she thinks, yeah, that's how she thinks of me. The, the, the big kid that lives in my house that keeps all the fucking toys. This fucking idiot got something in his eye. Can you help him out? Fucking idiot. Um, my uh, my husband complains like this. Here, what's wrong with him? Mm-hmm. I like the idea of going. Oh, I'm sure she could actually convey it very well. <laughs> she's listened to my belly aching forever and ever and ever. Poor thing, she's had a stomach ache for the last two days too. So we're oh just gosh, you're falling apart. The house is bad. Uh, but anyway, so we're training uh, Lady Elizabeth Killigrew, mm-hmm. our second adopted uh, shelter pup. She is a Chihuahua mix, and it's tough to train Chihuahuas. And it's also tough to train puppies. And she's both. So we're getting there, but she is still. It's also, she's Jewish too, right? It's hard, oh, buddy. Hard to train. Hard to train. She's like, why um, are you taking me to class on Saturday? I don't feel like it. Are you kidding me? I'll roll over in my own time, thanks. <laughs> um, Poland rolled over and look what happened, huh? <laughs> Lesson learned. I think so. Enough Fair with enough. the rolling. <laughs> um, how uh, how many times have you gone to a doggy daycare thing? Uh, probably five or six. I went to a few with Buttercup back in the day. She did agility training. Like, do you have a down? Or do you like when you go in? Are you like, oh, this again? I've done it. I did it by myself. I was fine. And like you, uh, you you pee in the proper places now, right? And you poop where you're supposed to. Nine times out of ten. <laughs> 
So you're down. You if I'm on the teeter totter, I I shit. It's just I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> but if I if I'm going up that teeter totter, I'm just like, oh, this is too good of a spot. I'm shitting right here. <laughs> I try and stay off the teeter totter. That's my weak spot. That's that's the tough part. Mm-hmm. You, there's no control there. Well, it's temptation. Yeah. Because then you can jump on the other end and he goes twing. I was listening to an uh, interview with Robert Downey Jr. And I guess when he was doing, um, he is great. He uh, is. I I was realizing in the other podcast we had listed like our top movies, and I hadn't listed a movie with him in it. But I will see him do anything. I really go see any movie he's in. I really, really like Iron Man three. Yeah, I really like Iron. The first one's good too, especially when you're finding out that they really um, improv improv their dialogue. A lot of it, yeah. He like the majority flows. of it, yeah. I, I also remember, I'm glad you made that up and he's brought that up. Another movie with exactly that kind of thing, a ton of improvised dialogue. I fucking love Step Brothers. I left right. that out of my top five. It is probably in my top five. Step Brothers is really funny. And the thing about like those movies, like the whole anything with the Will Ferrell, Adam McKay vibe, I get that that's improv. When you talk about like Robert Downey Jr. and a movie that's going to cost, you know, $150 million to make. Right. Yeah. right. Like I can't believe they're just improvising the dialogue. Well, but but I guess you know he's that good at it. Number one, yes, that's a big part of it. He's that good, and uh, at this point, we're not burning film anymore, so there is still a cost to have everything up and running. Yeah, but it's not. It's a. It's, it's not, not as financially stumbling. Right, right. They're not. They're not doing the full visual effects on it per, per take. Like, oh my god, we just burned through another SD card. <laughs> that's twenty dollars. <laughs> I mean, and good for him because he. He actually had to, and this sounds so stupid, but he had to audition for Iron Man. Mm. And that was a big deal that, like, you know, when you reach a certain level of stardom, typically you don't audition anymore. You mm-hmm. you have a really awkward lunch where you kind of feel each other out. Yeah. And then you, no matter what happens, if one person doesn't like the other person, they both just say they mutually decided it wasn't for them. Mm-hmm. Numbers on napkins and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. And then they, and then they just go their separate ways. But Robert Downey Jr. straight up auditioned for iron man he wanted it that bad and he wanted it and 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 man was he right the guy's gonna probably make a like a half a billion dollars off of this role alone he's perfect for it it's ridiculous he looks like uh, the the vision of iron man from many generations of the comic incarnation he's going to be forever iconically connected with that yeah and i know from like behind the scenes and i'm curious what your opinion is paul since you're the the uh, resident geek here on the show Mm -hmm. marvel right uh, was kind of getting the, the way I understand it. I know someone who worked for Marvel, so this was explained to me by an insider who may have been lying to me. I don't know. Probably. Um. Uh. But they were basically kind of getting sick of their comic book movies getting ruined. Like Marvel had a bad run with movies, and DC was doing really well with movies. Yeah, and with the Batman franchise, right around anyway. yeah, and then right around uh, Spider Man, Tom McGuire, Spider Man, and uh, um, Ed Norton Hulk. Mm-hmm. Mm. They decided, uh, oh no, not Ed Norton Hulk, um, the other Hulk, Eric Bana Hulk. Yeah, Eric Bana Hulk. Was that the first one or the second one? Eric the Bana came out one. before Ed Norton. Yeah, okay. that was Ed Norton the, was was a Marvel producer. What's one. the guy's name? Who the first made one that? was the was much worse, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. well, it's uh, it was Ang Lee. Angry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't resist. I'm so sorry. That is so. I do that every time. Angry, angry. There's certain. There's certain words I love saying. <laughs> no, with, it's funny because it sounds like he's. Of course, angry would direct the Hulk. 
Right. Because you wouldn't like it. And I didn't like that film because it was angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. (laughs) You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Um, I I wish that the R's and L swapping was not associated with an Asian stereotype because in and of itself is just a joy. We should just do it all the time. Uh, I'm a big fan of the, The Blacklist. I watched The Blacklist on... Uh, NBC with, with James Spader. Oh man, you don't like that? Oh man. Here's the thing: it's <laughs> I admit that the show is not great. I had a rant on uh, the Geek Shock the other day about it. Uh, you do or do, don't like Blacklist? Do not. Do not like it. Uh, from watching the, the the premiere, from watching the pilot, uh, season one or this season? Season one, because this season's kickoff one was an hour and a half, and it was insanely good. Okay. I could not believe it. I mean, I love James Spader. Well, the thing about it is... Is that girl still in it? Yeah. No, oh, boy. Exactly. Well, she wears a wig. Does that help? Uh, <laughs> the, does, the, does the wig act? <laughs> as good? <laughs> uh, Circles around her. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, it, like I said, like, I'm I'm into the show, but I don't think it's great. Like, I'm not going to ever... It's definitely guilty pleasure. I can see the yeah. joy of it. And it, what it is is secretly just it's secretly just uh, Law and Order and NCIS. Secretly, shit. It's just a procedural. It's yeah. just yeah. Well, not only that. I mean, I love that everyone has a nickname. Like James Spader just knows all these guys, and they all like never go by their name. Right. They all have a nickname, and that nickname is widely known and feared amongst <laughs> a bunch of people who know about them, and then no one else knows about them. That's the premise of every episode. Like, you've never heard of this, but everyone who has heard of this knows him as The Ringer. I mean, I was going to say, yeah. well, Pablo Tamor is The Surgeon. Across. Who? Oh, The Surgeon. Oh, yes. Shit. Pablo Tamor didn't mean anything to me, but The Surgeon, shit. Yeah. It's The Surgeon, The Serpent, The Ringer. We're going to send in The Wolf. I it is. Uh, the Wolf will probably be next. This is the, this is, here's my argument against that fucking show. Ready. Watching that first episode. Basically, it's just... Another big slapping chunk of propaganda and fear mongering. Hey, America, terrorists are coming to steal your white babies. Ah, and then not my white babies. And then come stab you in your house. Yes, it's the most ludicrous thing. Like, has I have either of those things happened ever? No. And that's what the whole first episode was about. Was like, not only it's like you know what America's love. Babies and kind husbands, uh, and these these the baby guys. the baby thing goes away pretty fast. I'm, in the show. Thank goodness. And I would say that anytime something involves, do you know, like, uh, do do you watch Twenty Four? Off and on, because uh, we it does that same shit. Movie night, you know. At, at, you guys have been just marathoning Twenty Four. Watching all Twenty Four. What season are you at now? I don't even know anymore. It all blends together, though. Yes, See, that's a, that's a thing. It's like, what is it? But movie nights for making fun of things. I, gr- I agreed, and it's a, it's rife with. Yeah, I, you can make fun of twenty four till the sun comes up. <laughs> and so, in one of the seasons, they literally have a girl who like hides a baby in her office. She works for like the counterterrorism unit, but she got to watch this baby. And we joked that like it was like someone <laughs> someone basically came in like read the writers' room the riot act about a good B story. And like it's got to be strong. It's got to be important. We got to like also care about this beast or like like a baby. And everyone's just like, "Fuck it, let's just write in a baby." Like they just took the advice yep. literally. And so, because uh, how could you get a baby into a super secret place? Yeah, exactly. How and, did she co- carry the baby in? I mean, the 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 pilot of the blacklist from the first season basically is like, um, as if like a film student ripped off Silence of the Lambs. 
Yeah. Oh, it's totally Sansa Lambs. Yeah, I talked about that on the thing, too. It's yeah, like, it's, just, it's all it's, Sansa Lambs. It's just Sansa Lambs with stealing white babies and stabbing husbands. Now, all those complaints being said, I would watch James Spader read the telephone book. Mm-hmm. He cracks me up. He... <laughs> He, I feel like he acted with Shatner all those years on Boston Legal and learned from him. Oh, it's, Shatner, he definitely did. Because Shatner is someone you can enjoy when he tries hard, and you can enjoy when he's phoning it in. It's you take, enjoy both. Take the money and run. Who fucking and cares? James Spader right. is fucking switching gears from trying to not trying. I mean, the guy literally makes mouth noises on purpose for takes. You know, like, say, like, it'll <laughs> be like, all right, then I guess I'll be in my van. Like he just, you know, that he put the pop in there on purpose. That like he read it and he was like, "It feels like I should pop my mouth." Uh huh. Uh huh. Like that's on purpose. Yep. He's either he's either chewing scenery or he's stuck in a chair. And he's like the most like (laughs) he's the most like intimidating like surefire criminal in the world. And he's clearly like five foot. He's clearly like a five foot man. Like this guy, if he were not an actor, would have ridden in the Kentucky Derby. I just watched (laughs) Stargate again on Netflix. Stargate the show or the movie? The movie. I remember that vaguely, but I remember loving it at the time. Yeah. But at the time, I was like a big conspiracy theorist and stuff, and I was like, this movie is probably truth. They're cracking the code. There's a gate to another planet. Aliens and pyramids, it makes sense. Oh, here's... Did you read in the news... This is kind of crazy. I can't believe the news today. Oh, the news boy. is crazy. That's it. That's all I want to talk about. I want to talk about just in general. <laughs> Let's just talk about that there's news. Um, uh, no. Uh they they were studying the age of different water molecules. Did you hear about this? There is, would this be when they dig through the ice and take the the carbon readings of the ice levels? Yeah, they're taking they're taking they're they're, they're basically they carbon date the ice. Carbon dating ice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there is some ice that measures at like four point two billion years old, which is older than Earth. Older than Earth. Well. Yeah, no. but it's also older than what's what's more important than that. I don't know why I'm doing this like Jock versus Nerd. I should just tell you because we're having a conversation. <laughs> um, uh, it's older than the sun. Oh, and that's what makes it very significant. It makes it a very significant finding because so we keep wondering whether it's whether we should bother looking for uh, other planets that with water with water. And now we're seeing that it can be spontaneously combu- constructed, not just necessarily on our world. Yes. Well, exactly. we know there's ice in space. I, uh, all these ice meteors in yeah. space. I mean, all the asteroids and shit out there. Like, yeah, in, in Haley's comet, mostly ice. I mean, all, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a rumor. I can't get near. I don't know. Every time I get near, it's 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 cold. All right. She won't, <laughs> won't give me the time of day. That's what it says on the comet. bathroom wall anyway. Haley's Comet is a, a good cold time. Fish. Call Haley's Comet every seventy-six years. Best day of your life. Sit on it. Is that really how often it comes around? Did you really just have that number? I think in your it's head? seventy-six years. Am yep. I wrong? Seventy-six, seventy-five, I, I or seventy-six. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job. That um, was uh, that was Mark Twain. I believe he died at seventy-six. Right. Uh, I don't know. What are you trying to play? Like a numerology game? No, no, no. Mark Twain came in and went out on Haley's Comet. Oh. It was kind of his thing. He sort of like when Haley's so Comet. So he's like Superman. He arrived on Haley's Comet and they left on Haley's Comet. No, but he really, he did kind of, he kind of looked at it like as a bookend for his existence. Mm-hmm. Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> now the name two other books that he wrote. The uh, Jumping Frog of Calaveras S- County. Samuel Clemens. No, that's just his name. <laughs> I get can't. Tom Sawyer. Tom, Tom Sawyer. Sawyer. There you go. Yeah. I thought those were from the same book. Those aren't the same book? 
Have you seen the the adventures of the adventures of Mark Twain, the claymation? Uh, I remember it. I don't remember anything from it. That's the plot: is that he's in this balloon and he's going up to catch Haley's comet. Mm. It's kind of that's why you know because of a claymation cartoon. That's why no, I know because (laughs) I watched the fucking documentary a couple weeks ago again, reminding me documentary, the documentary on. Yeah, 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 and that was the other. Apparently, really, you only watch Netflix with House of Pain. The Cypress Hill documentary. Oh, Cypress Cypress Hill. The Cypress Hill. House of Pain. It's Cypress Hill. (laughs) Cypress Hill did a great uh, Mark Twain (laughs) rap. Oh, yeah. And it's full we of have a, information. We have a clip of that, don't yeah. we, Jacob? We have a clip of the Cypress Hill Mark Twain mm-hmm. rap album that yeah. was never released. Uh, yeah, it's right over here. Mm-hmm. Let me, uh, it's a bootleg. I just have to pull it up here. It's good stuff, um, man. Yeah, here it is. It's educational and funky. Oh, this is a spooky one. Brother wrote a lot of books, yo! Boom! Yeah, he wrote a lot of books, yo! Huh? Said he wrote a lot of books, y'all. Pen to paper. 24-7. Writing until he went back to heaven. Mark Twain. Insane. Got lyrics and rhymes for days. He's writing. You're reading. Huck Finn and Mark Twain bleeding. He knows how to tell a tale about an engine gin in jail. Look out. Here he comes. Mark Twain. He's got his guns. But his guns ain't a gun with a bullet. It's just a pen went out to stram me bullet. And he write on the paper, and he make a whole lot of sense, yeah. He told a whole story about how Injun Joe was the glorious one. Stealing all the gold, kept it in the cave, what do you know? Huck Finn, he comes down the cave and finds it there, but he makes it his grave. Injun Joe ends up in jail, and Huck Finn gets some tail. Becky Thatcher, you love that snatcher. He knows he wants it all day long, yeah. Oh! Good, good, good. Stop laughing and fade the music. <laughs> Becky Thatcher, you love that snatcher. Becky Thatcher, love that snatcher. If there are any Mark Twain fans listening, that was the best thing ever. I will do. I'll do better next time. That was good. It was okay. That just made me want to reread Huck Finn. <laughs> that just made me realize I didn't have to. <laughs> I, I, lo- I, I, I love Cypress Hill. By the by, I Cypress Hill. Love Cypress Hill. Yeah, like Cypress Hill. When I was in high school, I Cypress Hill House of Pain. Mm-hmm. Those they were huge. They hated each other for a while, right? Because mm-hmm. they they came up at the same time, and they were mm-hmm. both had I think white guys in their in their band. No, <laughs> House of Pain was 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 Everlast. You know, yeah. He's that. When you realize what it's like, yeah. walk a mile in my shoes. But that's I was rapping. Now I'm singing. It's all good. But whatever. he's a white guy. He's yeah. white as hell. Cypress Hill had no white guys. No, well, Latinos. Look, okay, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I guess by white I mean not black. <laughs> I'll give you not black. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm on the racist tip. The horrors that we talked about blacklist is because I like saying oh, that with an Asian accent. Jeez, brackrish. It's the only way I say it at home. Uh, excuse me, uh, I have you on a brackrish. <laughs> Which why we keep you in a cage. That's that was if, you, if you replaced uh, James Spader with a uh, uh, an Asian guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want you true? Do you want me to tell you when your next attack is going to happen? <laughs> I will. I will tell you. But first, I need a few things here for me. I will write a book. <laughs> a book. Not just any book. Okay. 
I want the entire encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Huckleberry Finn. Oh, that'd be a good ranchy. Which one? Huckleberry Finn. Yeah, that's all I wanted to do. Huckleberry. Hucker. <laughs> all right, we're two racists. We should probably get in the scoop mail or something. Becky Thatcher, you love that snatcher. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we could end the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least we now know the title of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you want to do some scoop mail? Yeah. yeah some scoop mail. Fuck yes, I do. Message for you, son. Let's do us some scoop mail. Uh, let's see here. We've got one here from... Oh, that's the one I already read. Uh, from Mario. Hello, gents. Hey, it's me, Mario. It's me. I thought that was right. My brother Luigi and I listen to your podcast. Woohoo! Oh, boy. I, I think it's a different guy. <laughs> uh, and then don't I mean, read it. Might it might be the same guy. All right, right. Next, next one. Mario Batali. Everybody can hear me okay, right? I can't hear myself for shit. What? I can hear all you guys, but I can't hear myself. Oh, I can hear yeah, you I hear well. you fine. All right. Let's keep going, right, then. then. Uh, I mean, we could just stop and work on that for a while if you'd like. <laughs> uh, only, only if we don't edit. Only if we do it in real time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, we're doing it in real fucking time. We're not editing this at all. Curtain drawn back. <laughs> Welcome to Scoop Central. Sorry, guys. My editing budget's all used up. Break it the fourth wall, man. Um, uh, from Mario. Hello, gents. I was listening to episode number 58, having a ball in Arkansas while doing some dishes. I feel like this is about to bring up the thing that we keep on trying not to bring up anymore. I, I tell you, it is the scoop mail that changed the world. There I mean, for something that we try, that we actively try to not talk about, it's, we sure talk about it a lot. Uh, we, we don't. We don't. We have to answer the scoops. The scoops write us in. <laughs> this is this. This. If thing, you want to stop talking about, it, stop writing about it. No, because we want thing, to answer scoop mail. This thing can enter urban legend status. Yeah. The it's good news that is that this. Big. This. Uh, this person at least references the episode. So if you're a new time listener, new time, new time listener, um, go ahead and check out Having a Ball in Arkansas. You do. You have to check out episode 58 because it comes up 20 times an episode. Okay. Uh, the scoop mail came up about the guy who got the handy from hell and it caused me to stand with my... Oh, sorry. I, I should... Uh, I should back up and read the full sentence um sure we'll go ahead he's and uh, listening to episode email. 58 uh, having a ball in arkansas while doing some dishes ah. the scoop mail came up about a guy who got a handy from hell and it caused me to stand with my legs farther apart as any touch from my own legs made me uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> the story continued and i begin to ride wide, give me two good coughs I begin to writhe and dance about in front of the sink from discomfort and sympathetic agony. I'm okay with all of this so far. Hilarious. I ignored the feelings of lightheadedness and thought that I was fine. That is, until Paul mentioned that he was lucky it didn't happen while it was in her mouth. <laughs> it seems that was the breaking point. And I instantly vomited into the kitchen sink. No! <laughs> no! This, of course, extended my dishwashing time <laughs> and made it much less pleasant. Mario, no! Mario! Mario, you got some crazy uh, ability to empathize there. That's, yeah. Or are, are, are we painted a real picture? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I was the one reading the story. I could say that we did not paint a real good yeah, picture. Yeah, I don't think we've, yeah. Uh, oddly enough, I was laughing the whole time, including before and after the vomiting. <laughs> oh, well, that's about the best compliment yeah. we can get. If oh, you can you laugh through vomit, <laughs> yeah. that, that, you know what? Yeah. 
Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social, you'll laugh through the vomit. Yeah. <laughs> get that uh, ace t-shirt idea. <laughs> got to get that on the sky. It's got sky writing right away. No time to put on a t-shirt. We got to get up in the sky. Sky writing? Is that, is, that, is that like a modern day trademark? If you can write something in the sky, you own it. Is that That should be. It really should, should be. It should qualify as TM, right? Yeah. You can like, like mail like something a, to yourself. You can skywrite. You can write it in the sky, or you, you can carve any, it into the moon. Do you have any proof that you had this idea before IBM? Uh, yeah, I fucking wrote it in the sky. <laughs> uh, that'll do it. Yeah, look up because I wrote it up there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm taking this to the Supreme Court. I wouldn't bother. I wrote it in the sky. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna take it to Sky Court. Sky Court. Sky Court. <laughs> yeah. Dum dum. Welcome to Sky Court. Ah. The- <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, the, the plaintiffs have waived their right to a normal. Cor- oh, waived their right to a normal court. And decided to have their dispute settled here in our forum, Sky Court. <laughs> Flying in right now is Judge Wapner. Here he comes. All right, there's Judge Wapner. He's uh, he's, he's dropped onto the the floating bench. Let's <laughs> let's hear what the judge has to he's say. He's just been swooped up by a pterodactyl. <laughs> This is prehistoric Sky Court. Prehistoric Sky Court. <laughs> we'll see you next week on prehistoric Sky Court. No, we won't. No one's broadcasting this. There's no televisions. Canceled after zero episodes. <laughs> I'm Ugly Ellen of de- prehistoric. Prehistoric Sky Court. Me, Ugly Ellen. Me, me. Me want Judge Wapner come back, but me no not happen. <laughs> me me no one taken by by dinosaur flyer. You is dead. Uh. So Where Mario has Mario? A, Mario has a request. Mario requests. Uh, can Paul sing the Master Chief Raghood Ragtime song from Geek Squad? And then he goes on to say, Paul is is hysterical. And an amazing improv. Oh, oh. fuck Thanks, you, Mario. Mario. <laughs> the rest of the guys on Geek Shot kind of annoy me. <laughs> so I listen to it sparingly. Man, just like that, I pulled the fuck you way too early because that just became my favorite email. <laughs> well, he truth- mostly just listens to it when Paul mentions something funny he does on it. Truth be told, and I have to go hear it. <laughs> truth be told, <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Uh, Oh, don't, you, don't tell the truth. Let's just move on. Uh, uh, he also says, Matt, you're awesome as well, and oh, I've good. noticed that you're a great source of comedy on Penn Sunday School. Glad to have two shows with you on them. Makes the commutes much easier. Take care, everyone. Mario. I love Mario. Thanks, Mario. Yeah, if you want to listen to- I don't to, like Mario at all. If you want to listen to that song- <laughs> Fuck that guy. It was a ridiculous uh, song. I, could not, I couldn't possibly recapture it. We're not ready for that crossover yet. It's the Master Chief rag. Basically, like if, Simpsons and Family Guy did a crossover. We, right. We're not ready for the not crossover. Of geek one day we shock. will do a Geek Shock and uh, oh, one day, yeah, we Ice Cream do, Social honestly, crossover. Honestly, just to have uh, Master Torgo do the news for us, I would do it just for that. It'd be fun, right? Oh, he's great. That would be fun, yeah. Yeah. Like, the stories he digs up are great, and he's he's really good at delivering the news and, and, and letting it get interrupted for abuse. I yeah, love it. He let, he's perfect. He lets me lo- run rough shot. If this show would ever get a budget, I would snatch him so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Becky Thatcher, you want that snatch yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that really might be my favorite thing you've ever come up with. Is that, and that's it for Mario? Yeah? That's it for Mario. Thank you, Mario. Thanks, Mario. Thank uh, you, Mario. He's, he's referencing the, the, the rag. 
Master Chief was covered in a stupid rag in the latest preview for uh, Halo 5 or whatever. Yeah. It was just stupid because he's wearing a fucking suit. He wears a full suit of armor, and he was covered in like a, a Bedouin hood. It's like, get the fuck out of here with your stupid rag. The dumbest thing. It's like, oh, Halo's done. In case y'all were wondering, Halo's fucking done. Next scoop mail. Next scoop mail. Here we go. From Tom. Hey, fellas, I'm just catching up with a considerable backlog, backlog of your episodes since the birth of my second daughter on September 12th. Congratulations, Tom. Thank you, Tom. I've been a scoop since the show's inception. <laughs> that is actually a callback. Do you know that? Oh, which one? We got a scoop mail like forever ago, and I said thank you. <laughs> they talked about the birth of their own kid right around the time I just had my kid. Oh, yeah. And you were like, every kid that's born you think is yours. Uh, that's so right. sorry. That's, I remember that now. That's a very obscure callback. <laughs> that's <just> good. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. Uh, I've been a scoop since the show's inception Woo-hoo. and have enjoyed listening to everything you've put out since i'm just finishing up episode 59 tim gunn's chocolate runway <laughs> after listening to 58 having a ball in arkansas <laughs> dot 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 we've gotten real gross as of late yeah, maybe i was just a brave period but i gotta say these two were pure gold <laughs> ah, thank you i'm back at work now and i can't tell you how much i appreciate being able to plug you guys into my ears and commence the laughter if I weren't such a piece of shit going on 10 months sober after my second DUI, I would go to Vegas just to see if I could drink with you guys. <laughs> this email took a turn. Uh, Get Paul lit more often. Thanks again, guys. Oh. Keep up the great work. Sober, but less sober, Tom. Tom, I don't know why you're less sober. I'm worried for you. Um <laughs> Please don't come to Vegas to drink with us. I do not want to be the cause of you falling off the wagon. No. Um, two DUIs. That's a rough one. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's rough. It could happen to anyone who drinks and drives. Um, <laughs> I, there's, I, should, I should easily have two DUIs from in my 20s, but I don't have them. I should have now all failure. You fucking failure. I, I just drive, try to get the cops to pull me over when I was drunk. Never worked. Yeah, but <laughs> instead you race them and shit. Yeah, yeah, but that was sober. <laughs> razor, razor sober. I've never been more in the present and acute with my... Uh, I'll tell you, I actually did consider coming in here tonight because my shoulder is still fucking killing me. I was really like, maybe... Jacob will pour me a big old tumbler of vodka again. Whoa. And you know, I just have a little sip. Because I, I don't drink. I don't, as a rule, drink at all. Did you drink for Tim Gunn's Chocolate Runway? I, was that the same day? I don't think I was. No. I don't drink. So no, I, I don't think that drink. was your drinking episode. That wasn't a drinking episode. So that's that shows you why I don't drink. A lot of people thought you were not sober for that episode. And I recall that you were. Yeah. That you're just tired. This is the thing. I, I don't. I think we've done one episode with you drinking. Yeah. And ever. I wasn't drunk. I had just had a little bit to yeah, drink. You, you had one drink. Right. And it's like... You you can quit anytime, Paul. You don't have a problem. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is why I don't drink. Because it's already does there. It does not. It's does already not. fucking there. And if I did get crazy, it'd be scary. Whereas Jacob has a problem. Jacob has a problem. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, boy. That seemed like go. a problem to me. Stop hitting us. Fuckers. Stop hitting us, Jacob. <laughs> Stop it. Oh. Why did yeah. you just call me dad, Jacob? Close the door. <laughs> um, wait. Now, was there a question there? Or we're just addressing his alcoholism. Uh, I think we were just addressing it. Okay, good. That's it. Uh, yeah, I think you were just saying that he'd like to come hang out. Okay, well, we'd love you to come hang out. Come hang out, but know that, know that, 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 yeah, you should actually know that in 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 real life, Paul and I re- rarely drink. Uh, so if you came to Vegas sober to have a sober time, that's uh, probably accurate for what you want to do with us. And you shouldn't hang out with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Do not come to Jacob's house. Do not look at that company. He has a magic cabinet that would make anyone fall off the wagon. That's true. Uh, We got another one here from Sodpen. Hey, guys. As a loyal scoop who does what he's instructed to do, I did get the germane germane joke. We got a lot of people writing about this, and I do not remember this joke. Paul, do you remember this? Barely. I believe I laid into you a ton about it. So people, I think we were taking my side versus your side. Okay. I think. You and I don't remember. Go it's ahead. Fine. No, I don't remember it either. <laughs> we're terrible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Somebody write in and remind us what we're talking about. We're lifelong improvisers, and we throw every joke away. Jermaine, Jermaine. Uh, from this it's point forward, <laughs> I suggest that Paul be referred to as Bizarro Paul. When he's in his happy place, because it means that nobody else is in theirs. <laughs> that you know? is, that yeah, is, there's something to that. That is true on Geek Shock. That's true on Geek That's Shock. That's true here sure. a little bit, too. Yep. Uh, and I guess whoever Bizarro's enemy is... Uh, Be Superman. Uh, I'm, I'm Superman. Yeah. Because I definitely keep you from going to your Bizarro place. Yeah. Shit. Does that make me Lois Lane? <laughs> God damn it. With that, no, no, no. With no that Jimmy hair? Olsen. No, with oh, that yeah, you're hair, right. he has Lois, Lois Lane. Lane. <laughs> yeah. We got to get you up in the sky with that hair. Hey, uh, uh, up Jacob. in the sky, you're like Thor more than anything else. Ooh, I got a pocket full of kryptonite for you, Jacob. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> is that a pocket full of kryptonite, or you're just weakeningly happy to see me? <laughs> on the topic of hot and sexy athletes, I simply must throw a vote for the men of the AFL. That is the Aussie Rules Football, a.k.a. footy. I am a mostly straight man, but watching AFL matches makes me question my sexuality in a way that I haven't done since Top Gun. <laughs> Lance Franklin, Simon Black, Alan Didak. No one knows who these people are. The, Daniel, names, the names drip wiener juice, though. Guyan Siracusa. Yeah, there's not a, there's not a, there's not a fat guy Hold named on. Guyan. Guyan Siracusa. That yeah. sounds very oh, Australian. Oof. Let me stop. My pants are getting tight. Woo! Let's just say it's a Willy Wonka level candy store for the eyes. If I met that dude, it would be some guy on guy on Zirakusa. <laughs> 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 I'd put my wiener on him. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. I would I would get them all tied up with their own wieners. That's what I would do. <laughs> That's just good strategy. What? <laughs> I would, I would. What? I would, I would tie those guys up with their own wieners. This is a standard sexual fantasy. I don't know why you're, you're laughing. I don't know why you seem like you haven't heard of this before, Paul. You never heard of a helicopter rotor party? How you doing there, Paul? I'm in so much pain. <laughs> Paul's an actual fan right now. <laughs> Finally, even so though so you're out for the rotor party, then um, I'm not for sure. I'm, I'm in for the rotor cuff party. Put you down as a maybe. The rotator cuff party. Uh, finally, um, even though no one asked me on the topic of cartoon characters to have no sex with. No one asked you any of this. <laughs> no one asked you one part of your scoop mail. But we love it. <laughs> you just laid out a gay sexual fantasy as a non-gay man. We didn't ask you for that either. <laughs> but right. we're glad you brought it. We are. We, we want it all. But, yeah. but uh, don't, uh, don't, don't get all defensive <laughs> on the cartoon characters. You're like, anyways, here's my straight man's gay fantasy. But uh, here's what you guys will hate. Uh, I like He-Man. Okay, go ahead. On the topic of cartoon characters to have sex with, hands down for me, Lisa Hayes from Robotech. Paul, any idea what, t- what that is? Yeah. 
Yeah. All right, then. That's she's a fantasy. You into that? She's a pilot or a... I don't know if she's a pilot. She's... A, she's, Yeah. She, she ends up being a pilot. I like right. that he's not a uh, Minmay fan. That, sh- that tells me something about this guy. I like that, too. I don't know what that is, but I like it. <laughs> there's there's Minmays and there's Leases in this world. Leases right. get shit done. Minmays cause a bunch of drama. They're pretty. Oh, it's they a different s- character. They sing well, but they're no Lisa. Lisa is a business woman. I, I can't believe you're not having kids. This You'd want to tell this to every child. <laughs> I cannot believe it. Uh, show them my whole 20-hour Robotech saga. What do you think? Where, have we had this discussion before? Who do you think the hottest athletes are? Uh, no. Jacob's wife is in the room. SJ. What's the, who are the hottest athletes? Hottest male general. athlete. Go. Not, not the one athlete. Like, if you want to oh, see okay. hot guys, oh, you want to see a baseball yeah. game, a football game, a basketball game, a hockey game, an Australian football match. You're saying international what, soccer what sport team. do you go to watch to see the hottest to see people? the hottest dudes. Rugby, she says. All right, rugby. rugby. And my brother just—he wasn't a listener before. He will be a listener now. <laughs> my oldest brother was an all-American rugby mm-hmm. player. I, I would go women's soccer. I would go women's soccer. Women's soccer definitely is hot. I'm a, I like uh, as a straight man. I love me some uh, beach volleyball. I was just about to say beach volleyball. beach volleyball. That's the easy guy. answer. Gabby Reese still cooking. Still hot. Still Did cooking. You see her real ice bucket challenge. Woof. I needed that real ice bucket after I watched My it. My God. <laughs> My goodness. Ooh. Just because I like to fuck ice buckets. Oh, wait. <laughs> I just ruined the metaphor. I just ruined it. It was not a metaphor. <laughs> uh, he goes on to say about this uh, Lisa from Robotech. I was just barely a preteen when I discovered Ro- Robotech airing at Odark 30 on Saturday mornings on a local TV affiliate. Uh, this is when cable TV was just becoming a thing. And I had a total cartoon crush on the character because she presented as such a mature, strong, and feminine personality and that allure probably had a not insignificant impact on how I came to view sexuality and evaluate attractiveness in those formative years. If I may, I'd like to pose a question to you guys uh, to each answer as well as your guest, whomever that may be, if you read this with a guest on, which we're not. We're not. Move along. Uh, If you could insert yourself as yourself, I can insert myself character. anywhere. No, go ahead. <laughs> I'll insert myself into Gabriel Reese's ice bucket. Hey, hey. If you could insert yourself into any television show and have it become your actual reality reality to live the rest of your life in, which show would you choose? Uh, he has some guesses. Knowing the backgrounds of Paul and Matt, anything Star Trek and Cheers are off limits. Oh, fuck you. I'd opt for being a DJ with Venus and Dr. Johnny Fever in WKRP in Cincinnati. Thanks so much for all, for all you guys do and the quality of the content you provide, especially Jacob. Oh, sorry. Oh, hold on gosh. one second. Especially Jacob, who has the mad drops. <laughs> uh, and reverb. And reverb. <laughs> it's all about the reverb. So, uh, TV show, what, what, what would you insert yourselves into? Mm. It's tough. Because you're there forever. I would not want to be this in a comedy. This is a great question. This is the kind of question, it's a good question. Good question. I would not. It, this is, this is the, the question that, that created, uh, what's that fucking movie with Tobey Maguire? Black and Spider-Man. White. No, the black and white world that they go into and Reese Witherspoon. And, oh, uh, Spider-Man 2. No, damn it. He transports himself into that... Sea biscuit. No, <laughs> fuck. What is it called? Oh, oh, uh, uh seriously, uh, Spider-Man Three. Oh, yeah. it's 
called like uh, Pleasantville. I heard Sea Biscuit. It's called Pleasantville. Yeah, and it's like it's basically like the he is able to insert himself into the Leave It to Beaver universe. They couldn't call it Leave It to Beaver because you couldn't do that. But Pleasantville was a, a basically a Leave It to Beaver, Father Knows Best kind of sitcom from the fifties, and he transports himself into it, and uh, he and he and then I guess his sister follows him through, and because of their creative, interesting ideas, color starts to come into the world and it changes everything and makes it. it that was not a TV show. It's not. It's a movie, but it's a movie that is expressing the idea that he is postulating in the question. So you live in Pleasantville. No! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> because if we're allowed to do movies, I'm going Seabiscuit. <laughs> you live in Seabiscuit? As the horse. <laughs> oh, Get ridden by Toby. Oh, man. I could... <laughs> What's his name? Tom's got his gay juice all over me now. Listen to me. <laughs> uh, can you get gay from juice? Okay, so um, I would be I would be in Mash. No, I would not. Be in, the, <laughs> in the middle of the Vietnam War. Now remember, you're not a character. You are yourself. That, you, you realize that was the Korean War. It was metaphor for the Vietnam War, I, but it's set in Korea. Because if I go, oh, was <laughs> yeah, Mash is not in Vietnam. It's set they, in Korea. They didn't have oh, helicopters really? in the Vietnam. Yeah. War. I don't yeah. remember watching the show. I don't remember. <laughs> No helicopters in Vietnam. Helicopters first used in Korea. So if I got if I went to Mash, I'd be kept in Mash, right? Yeah, you'd right. be in Mash. You'd be in as there Matt forever. Donnelly forever. I'd be kept in Mash, uh, 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 stuck in Korea. Yeah, correct. I'm, I do like their food, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my answer. <laughs> <laughs> like their food? Yeah. The army the, food? M- MREs? No, uh, uh, Korean, Korean food. food. Yeah, Korean barbecue. <laughs> I didn't think there was a whole lot of Thanksgiving dinner type shit going down. <laughs> I don't think it was like, let's all gather around the table. I don't uh, I'd probably go in Lost. That's where I'd live in Lost. Because <laughs> you get to go to all these other places all the time. As long as I got to flash forward True, and backward, I'd be all you would be good. all over the fucking map with that thing. Because the, the answer is just like Hawaii Five O, and just don't be a cop. I mean, that's really the easy live answer. In Hawaii. You just live in Hawaii. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Yeah, actually. Uh, well, but, but I want to have a better answer than that. Yeah, you I, and I are like totally just leaning like where where are we comfortable? <laughs> like, we, yeah, no, that's like where we, you and I well, have zero like, sense of because he says no Star Trek, and I'm like hmm, Firefly, and I'm like no fuck that. That's a hard life. Yeah, it's that's a, a really hard life and tiny tiny quarters. Oh, tiny that's what quarters, I mean. Like yeah. it's beyond. It's not even comfortable. It's not even cool. Yeah, I love that show, but I wouldn't want to live there. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, and see, Star Trek is, is is tough because I would love to live in Star Trek because things are a lot better. I live Star in Trek the uh, sitcom Coach, like nice be up in Minnesota. Oh. Would you try and marry Dauber? I would marry Dauber <laughs> 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 or Jerry Van Dyke. Yeah, I, I would. I would double. I would Mormon marry Dauber and Jerry Mormon Van Dyke. marry. <laughs> 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 That's the that's the extra on the questions, like, and you can Mormon marry as many of the characters as you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We tied the knot. I'm all I'm all knotted in Mormons. I need to stop you right now because we have a friend who is in a fantasy baseball league with the actor that plays Dauber. I'm going to need that friend to send this episode to Dauber. <laughs> all right, deal. Dauber, I'll- if you got the episode and you're listening, I love you. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I would commit to living in Minnesota and trying to work some position on an on a obscure college football team just to be around you. Oh, boy. I will wash your jockstrap. Oh, I know where I'd like to live. Oh, I got it. Let's go. Good. Uh, I was wondering how long I had to stall. Old school G.I. Joe. 
Old school G.I. Joe, that's a good one. The cartoon, because... You fire red lasers. A lot of fun. Nobody dies. Yeah. Good times. Nobody get, even bleeds. You get to yeah. like go on adventures and then also stop and teach kids lessons. And Bad I could massage. get a cool code name. Yeah. Be like, what would your G.I. Joe code name be? Be like, hey, uh, Hawk, Roadblock, Fat Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Come on over here. Let's get some shit done. I don't think done. Fat Fucker's going to go. All right. I mean, that's a collectible toy for sure. Uh, the, you know, they might you call have me, a first edition Fat Fucker? They might call me Never Without Cheese. They could call me, uh, they could call me uh, I don't know. What would be my ability? Like, everybody's got fun abilities and shit. Yeah. What am I good at? Improv guy. Uh, but, but judging by your name, you're it's fucking fat. Yeah, you're right. You I do. I fuck fat. fat like, hey, Cobra just developed a big fat monster. <laughs> you better go fuck that thing. The only the only way in is this really fat guard who no one else wants to have sex with. And if we did, we'd just be able to get all the prisoners out. I'll do it. GI <laughs> <G>. Joe. <laughs> That's how he wins. He he seduces the portly. My power is seducing heavy people. I offer donuts and dirty sex acts. I heard heard in battle you hop on grenades. Uh, Metaphorically. No, 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 no. metaphorically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm the guy that takes the grenades. Oh, he hops on grenades, all right. Come on. Come on. That's just an awful expression. He takes it so is. many for the team. It's one of the worst expressions. Uh, donkey punch is the worst expression, but um, <laughs> uh, no, it is. Hopping on the grenade is a horrible, horrible deal. In terms of like, you know, if you're the grenade, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if you stop for a second and think, like, what if that grenade has feelings <laughs> like a human being? Then what you're saying is terrible. <laughs> Uh, we say this as giant men who I think we're definitely some lady grenades. <laughs> I, I I think I'd go so far as to say I'm a halfway detonated hydrogen bomb. Uh, <laughs> sure, for sure. I will say I was definitely always uh, friends with like very uh, like the very cute guys. And then uh, I got like weird, awkward, bad sympathy kissing from people for just being around a hot guy. So I've been the grenade. There's worse things. Yeah, absolutely. I wondered why you were always wanting to hang around me. You'll call. You'll call, Jacob. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on. Uh, we got one here from Scoop John B. I love that name. Yep. He can we- write anything, and I'm, we'll read it, because I just want to hear so Scoop good. John B. Scoop John B. Are we insulting an improv performer when we ask you to revisit characters like the dromedary prison guard or grizzly barista? Are they somehow less magical the second time around? As for my Halloween vote, I would like to request... Sleep deprived Paul. Oh, you're gonna get sleep deprived Paul. We're recording after a bucket show on the 29th. Are we again? Oh yeah. Jesus! It's gonna be sleep deprived Paul for all the characters. Uh, and uh, if you're listening to this, I think this is airing right before that. It's airing on the 28th. So yep, uh, just write in right away with uh, on the Halloween subject line, or just tweet us at Hey Scoops. Any of your Halloween suggestions, we'll take it. We want to load it up. We're gonna make. I think Paul's gonna play different characters all night long. Mm. It's going to be me and a bunch of Halloween people. That so, sounds great. So uh, uh, go ahead and uh, and write in with anything. I already have a couple of ideas of what I, to do with the Halloween. I episode. love that you've got favorite characters. I'll try and bring some back. I got a, a big buttload from my other podcast, too, and I forgot half of them. I was going to say, if, you're, if that question already tells me that that person is not a Geek Shock listener. Yeah, because we do bring, bring back, some, some characters character back. Yeah. No, the, we, we do throw it We don't revisit a lot of characters. No. Corey the Camel, yeah. the, the prison guard camel, I believe drove me 
crazy that when yeah, it, you it hated him. Absolutely. I hated him. And and I got to tell you, we've gotten nothing but positive feedback about Corey the <laughs> And he is one of the few a- characters that we ever revisited, but we revisited him before the episode with Corey the Camel actually aired. That's right. Yes, that was the, I think that's why I was going nuts. I was like, please stop doing this. This is not going to make sense to the listeners. Turns out it totally makes sense to the listeners. They they live in Lost. They live and they can They are they perfectly can, fine. They fast forward and back where they do not care. They can listen to anything anytime. Ace drew Corey the Camel and it blew up like it got like like 600 people liked it and then people were correcting the spelling of the name like people took it very seriously Corey the Camel was a total surefire Corey hit. the Camel is nothing if not serious if you will... make a grizzly barista cartoon Corey the Camel has to be in the cartoon oh yeah he's in the cartoon yeah he works at the bank right next door <laughs> that's his part time he's a he's a bank yeah, guard a bank, bank guard. guard and a jail guard <laughs> Poor guy. I got to uh, I got to revisit him to get his uh, voice, voice back. back. Yeah, you don't even it. have it. I kind of got it, but uh, no, yeah. you don't. <laughs> Not right now. Not right now. No, I couldn't do it right now. Not with your shoulder pain. No, <laughs> there's no, just, no way. It just hurts so bad. We got to get Paul on some painkillers. That would I be do. a crazy show. Ooh. Oh, oh, we should have that tonight. <laughs> Paul, Damn it. Paul on Vicodin. Have you ever even taken painkillers? Nope. I was gonna say yeah. So Paul on his first time taking painkillers. Yeah. Would be uh, a good one. But halfway through the episode, day. he freaks out. What's yeah. happening to me? I want my mom. What materials is chair made out of? God, I rub my face all really over it. Fucking good. This feels really fucking good. Anybody else want to eat some sofas? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got? Is it? Uh, we got one here from Joey. Hello, Matt, Paul, and special guest Jacob. <laughs> I just got caught up on all of your podcast episodes, so now I am ready to write some scoop mail. Thank you, Joey. I wanted to bring up a correction of sorts. On a previous episode, you debated whether uh, sucking your own dick was gay or just masturbation. The eventual conclusion that it is masturbation is not accurate. Let me be clear. I am not saying that it is gay. All right. <laughs> All right, then. Well, that's very clear. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, yeah, we, we just argued that it wasn't gay. It's like your own dick. But yeah, I guess we argued that therefore it's masturbation. Yeah. Right, as a scoop who is capable of autofellatio. That's what we wanted to hear. Wait a minute now. Guys, if you're going to write in, please be an expert. Please be an expert in your field. I can tell you that the act of putting your own cock in your mouth is neither gay nor masturbatory. It is, if anything, a parlor trick. It is a fascinating display, but there is no pleasure to be had. I hate how much I agree with him. No matter how flexible you are or how big your dick is, the self-sucking act is as follows. Folding your body in half... Straining with your back and neck while grabbing your thighs and pulling your lower body toward your face. It sounds like he's describing you and I trying a sit-up. <laughs> you have to completely deflate your lungs. It's not the ribs that gets in the way, incidentally. Or else risk serious internal injury from the folding motion. This, this, this is literally my last Zumba class. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when I try to take hot yoga. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm, I'm coming to eight postures later with a coconut water in my hand. <laughs> oh, it's called hot yoga, not hot yogurt. <laughs> Goo! Sorry. I really, uh, I don't know what happened. I just I went to hot yoga and I sucked my own dick in class. <laughs> Well, it looks like you opened up your cockra. 
If this sounds uncomfortable, that's because it is. Extremely so. You are breathlessly exerting and controlling yourself for minimal payoff. Yeah, it sounds oh, like Oh, did no I fun. forget that part? Just like any other sexual act, the physical difference between doing it yourself and having someone else do it is exponential. We With the lack of air, the pain, and underwhelming amount of pleasure is nearly impossible to, it is nearly impossible to maintain a, an erection in this state, let alone climax. I got to uh, we bring up science, we bring up jock versus nerd topics and we rarely uh, get corrected on anything. We bring up any penis topic, we get an expert like that. <laughs> anything with the cock, we get someone's right on the horn. Let's get right to it. I think every man considers themselves a penis expert. <laughs> I'm not a sucking my own penis expert. I'm not a sucking your own penis expert, but no, a penis other expert. Penises, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a laugh. That was right there. At any rate, this is not something our bodies have evolved for. I do it for only two reasons. A, to impress people, and B, to gauge my diminishing level whoa, whoa, of flexibility whoa, whoa, whoa. Rewind, as I grow rewind. older. Rewind. He does it to impress people. People, plural. How many times? How many people? If parlor trick is really what's going on, Fucking this guy's parties. Talk about burying the lead. Oh, uh, God what's damn. this guy's name? Uh, this guy's uh, this name is, is Joey. This guy's name is Joey, your worst New Year's party. Joey, every <laughs> listener, all we want to know is what environments have you performed this? And what were the results? Who was the girl that at the crowded party who was like, when that guy's done sucking his own dick, <laughs> my turn. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to know if we throw an ice cream social social, will you show up and do this trick? Yeah, yeah. Forget about like uh, you think you're some gross people out. You, you're the you are the pièce de resistance of my next party. You're the headliner. Yeah. Uh, we no just, pun intended. We just <laughs> <laughs> no, it was kind of intended. We just we just fired the ice sculpture guy. Yeah, he's done. Get him out of here. Fuck it, guys. I know you've been waiting all night. Here it is. The guy that sucks his own dick. <laughs> hey! Or. Uh, thank you all for coming out to my wedding. Uh, we're going to take some photos. Uh, so during the cocktail hour, we're going to have this guy suck his own dick. Uh, oh, and there's quiches, little tiny quiches. Guys, we set up a photo booth over there, wacky sunglasses and funny hats, and in there is a guy sucking his own dick. <laughs> you never get a I got to be honest with you. I can't even get in the photo booth. I can't get in there. I, I took all this time to put on this Napoleon hat and these Elton John sunglasses. <laughs> took me forever. It's the dumbest he's thing. I couldn't figure out. Fucking photo booth. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to get the hook on my hand. But then I go in the photo booth. I, can, I mean, I can barely get a leg in there. The guy is just sucking his own cock the whole time. He is not wearing an eye patch. He's not having any fun. Uh, he's not wearing a Groucho Marx. He's sweating and grunting. <laughs> He's got. I guess he's got a tutu around one leg, but it not that doesn't count. <laughs> Apologies for the long explanation. <laughs> Keep up the phenomenal work. <laughs> Fucking myself in the face, ah, Joey. Ah, Joey, you win. You win it all back. Oh, you, you win are, it Joey. all back. That is amazing. Holy shit! Holy shit! Turning our signature <laughs> sign off into a <laughs> self-deprecating masterpiece. Uh, oh man, that is good stuff. Wow, dude! Is Nicely that all, is done. That all the scoop man we that is up? all we got. How deep are we in? How deep uh, is your mail? Up. How okay. deep is scoop mail? <laughs> I really need to know. Because <laughs> we're living in a world of scoops, doubling down. 
Cause that means you got someone else to listen to the scoops and now you are a double scoop. Alright, good stuff. <laughs> um so Alright, alright, okay. All right. All right, we're done with that. Nah, we're done. Well, yeah, it was done before it started. Before I go, um, <laughs> yeah. You know, with the state theme, the state theme song that you're singing, it, we really, we really stepped, uh, stepped, stepped in it. Because like yeah. now we're finding out that like states have like five songs, and like some are official, some are unofficial. Right, and I talked about how like now it's they're starting to get official rock and roll songs. Right, and we don't official want to country do... songs. We don't want to do like when the Saints go marching, which is not the state theme song of Louisiana. We don't want to do Yankee Doodle, which is the state theme song of Connecticut. Crazy. Um, yeah, we're not we going to do, do well-known well known songs. We're going to do, do the rare ones. Weird. So I'm betting we got 20 more real weird, rare ones. All right. Are you looking one up right now, Jacob? I am. Uh, I was looking up uh, randomly, just picked one. I was going with Oklahoma, and apparently Oklahoma's state state song is Oklahoma by Oscar Hammerstein. I was going to say if it's not. So we're going to do a different one. That's another one, right? So like we... Where the wind goes whipping down the plains. Oklahoma. But nonetheless, I'm sticking by that Kentucky has the superior state theme song. It's a great song, man. My old Kentucky home. Yeah. It wasn't written for some musical. No. I don't think. Maybe it was. As far as we know. know. No. No, I don't think so. I'm going to keep the passion in my voice. Made as a song. I just keep thinking about this guy sucking his own dick. Paul? (laughs) I keep thinking about him trying to fit into a photo booth. <laughs> and how he'd like be kind of on his head and his butt would be up in there. Like you'd get lots of pictures with sunglasses on his nuts. Those wacky sunglasses on his balls. I'm trying to think of like, I'm actually, I'm racking my brain for times that like I've gotten attention. Uh, for strange physical shit? Yeah, or just what was, what is, what is the, the weirdest or dumbest things I've done? That ended up getting get me people. attention. Mm. Yeah. I mean, in general, what I can never believe that anybody... I actually, I have one that I did as a kid. Okay. I had this crush on this girl in third grade. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't third grade. It was like first grade. Yeah. And what we would do, we'd have um, potato chips at lunch. <laughs> right? Yeah. Everybody goes and gets your little bag of potato chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would go and I would get the hot barbecue potato chips right the spicy barbecues and i had this gag where i would eat a spicy barbecue potato chip and then i would force blood into my head like squeeze you know strain my face okay to make it look like i was doing the cartoon steamy head thing like whoa it's so hot whoa oh my gosh so mm-hmm. that's is this is great I love this idea. I, I love did, this trick. Yeah, I would eat a, eat a hot. I would like, oh, this looks this will be fine. I have no problems. I would if I was your friend in school, I'd make you do this all the time. People fucking loved. Thought it. it was really. Funny. It was every other lunch day. If they had them hot chips, it's on. Paul's doing the hot chip routine. <laughs> Producers came in from all around. They flew in. <laughs> Kid, you got it. Sky Court was adjourned for the afternoon to watch this chip routine. Me sorry to say, court delayed. <laughs> this ugly Wellen back tomorrow after chip routine. Cypress Hill rapped about Mark Twain eating these chips. <laughs> he's only about eight years old, but he's really fucking funny, truth be told. Puts the <laughs> potato chip on his tongue, then acts like he's going to explode from one. Swallowing it down nice and slow. Look at his face, it's got the red glow. Something's wrong, what's going on? Oh, he's fine, he's putting it on. 
Um, and so uh, uh, a lady saw this and, and dug it? A girl. Yeah. Yeah. That I was crushing on, and that was the, I got her laughing, and that that's one of those first things that I oh yeah first first times when I was like oh act like a total fucking spazzo and get a little girl attention all sure right. yeah, yeah yeah all right I'm on this I'm on this wagon that's how I met my wife <laughs> that's how we all met our wives who are you kidding uh, mine was no I was specifically that exact way that's how I met my wife by doing the chip routine no. like oh oh uh, hello. Uh, so glad to see you at this soiree. Oh, well, look at these. Right. These, look, these look to be some kind of pepper dish. I would believe. <laughs> I would believe a guy with a raccoon groom's cake would have done the chip routine. <laughs> oh my! Would God. have had the chip routine yeah. down pat. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys got together when you were like fourteen or something, right? You guys have been together forever. Yeah, yeah, fourteen, fifteen. It was somewhere that ever. Oh, you're asking how old I was? Oh, I was twenty-eight. <laughs> She needed her badge and pasta jewelry. And That's I, right. Her badge and pasta jewelry. I had, I had the string and the patience. The magical summer camp. <laughs> the string and the patience. That's that's their novel. The string and the patience. <laughs> uh, I have a state song here for you. Okay. The state is Indiana. The song is On the Banks of the Wabash, Far Away. On the Banks of the Wabash, <laughs> Far Away. I, as soon Indiana. as you say Indiana, my gut, old school Kentucky, Kentucky reaction is just like, burder, burder. <laughs> we hate Indiana. <laughs> And we and I went to school in Louisville, which is right across the river. Right. We would like we would like look across the river and be like, "Fuck you!" It's <laughs> <laughs> the, no the dumbest thing. We cross the river all the time. It's the dumbest thing. It's like, what is this geographical bullshit? <laughs> They're the same fucking people. But there's always this thing of this yeah. fucking Indiana. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then I did go to a Halloween party in Indiana one year. A bunch of my drama nerd With a bag friends. Bag of barbecue chips. With a bag of barbecue chips, ready to drop the hammer. And it was the scariest time I've ever had on Halloween. Yeah. Because there was a next door neighbor who was drunk out of his mind with a gun. That's scary. It was really fucking scary. And that reinforced. Like scary no matter what it time of year it is. reinforced my yeah. hatred of Indiana. Well, I don't understand. Like, we, we, talked to, uh, uh, we talked to John Gray. He talked about growing up in Tonopah. And, like, he's describing, like, desert parties. And when I was, I grew up in Jersey, and Jersey's such a tiny state. Like, you can't take off without hitting another state. You know, like it's that small, right. yet it has all these different areas. Because I remember being out in the fucking sticks in northern, northwest New Jersey, right? And I remember being at like a uh, a couch party. Do you know what a couch party is? I assume no. it's a party. You go out in the woods sofa? and you burn furniture. Like you burn old couch. You burn like an old couch. You make a bonfire, but the centerpiece of the bonfire is old furniture. All right, then. Right. And so like that's what I went to, right? And then... I'm out in the middle of nowhere in northwest New Jersey, and, and Jersey's a tiny state. I, should, I shouldn't feel like I'm in the middle of nowhere. But what happened was we were out there. We went and saw a friend's band play. We got invited to this party by friends of friends that were at the, 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 the band night. We drove, uh, you know, following cars like a caravan out in the middle of fucking nowhere. They light a fucking bed on fire. At one point, I can't, like, keep track of where my friends are, and I'm just surrounded by strangers who are getting really hammered. And... um then I find my friend, one of them, and he's been beat up. He's been <gasps> he's been he's been rolled. He's he's just fucking. He's got his faces all busted up. 
and uh, his, his mouth is swole, and uh, and I'm like, at first, right? Because I'm 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 young at this point, so I'm like, what the fuck? Who did this? And then he is like, you're crazy. We're not figuring out anything. No. And I was like, you're right. We're just trying to find. We should just. Just we just have to find the other people we came with and get the fuck out of here as fast as possible. We had no idea who these people were, where we were. How'd nothing. you find out about the party? We followed them from we were at, we went to see a, uh, our friends. I would go. A lot of my friends were in, in bands. And Jersey has a ton of uh, local bands, local bars that play bands, and so you just go all over the place. And so we were up in just. You might remember Jersey. a certain E Street band <laughs> started out in Jersey. They all want to be there. They all want to be the E Street band. I uh, I got done with a gig in that night, and I was like, uh, "What's going on? Is there a couch party anywhere?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah, we're going. We're going to the forest. We're going to burn us a couch. Maybe we'll burn a couple couches." How many couches are you going to burn? <laughs> one, two, three, five, seven, three, one, two. <laughs> yeah, so we were just fucking, we just didn't know. Like, it was, and then, like, I literally had to drive. This is where I might have believed in God again. <laughs> because we drove out of there, and somehow I did not get lost. Like, I you figured just, it out. I just with my gut was making lefts and rights on these weird roads wow as the sun came up and you were just right and we just were right we just got out of we just got out of town we just got on the back finally found our way back to the highway shit and we're on our way home uh with no delay it was on it was uh unreal it's some pine barren shit it's some yeah pine barrens is a little more south yeah of the jersey devil and but all it's that got stuff. that vibe of the whole uh that episode of the sopranos yeah it's getting out there in the fucking what did you have, have you seen the jersey devil uh, yeah, yeah. He, well, I play poker with him. No, now here we go. Have there's, you ever? Really, I mean, I, of no course, it's not a Jersey Devil. Jersey Devil. Yeah, right. No, yes, I met the fictional creature. What answer are you going to be happy with? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I don't pissed, know where. I don't know where I'm we're going. You guys. Off. Okay, then. Okay, yeah, then. I, I asked Santa right. for a present. I all got right. it. I don't all right. Know. All right. You, you got any friends that see the Jersey Devil? That swear uh, by it. We yes, I do have friends that like 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 people live on the border swear by the chupacabra. Yes, yeah. I've met people who swear by the Jersey Devil. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, I just yes. I find that shit fascinating. Definitely. Even though it's ridiculous, I find it fucking fascinating. Right. That's a so good like, story. most everyone who lives in Jersey lives on the concentrated like North Jersey and then all along the the coast of it, right down the shore, and then. South, you're a hick and a piney, and we call you a piney, right? And then if you if you if you live on the west, we don't have a nickname for you. We just don't trust you. Like our nickname, <laughs> our nickname for people from West Jersey is like uh, white supremacists or oh, or you know sheep fuckers. Like we don't have like there's so, but there really is like 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 apparently New Jersey has an unbelievable amount of like uh, racial hatred and like uh, white. Uh, yeah, just a couple stuff. of stories you've told. It sounds yeah. a little charged out there. It's a re- like, like apparently like the largest KKK rally in the history uh, of KKK rallies. I was gonna say mankind, but just you know, there's no there's no broader category than KKK categories uh, for KKK rallies. Um, uh, uh, was in Jersey, apparently. but uh, so it's a, it's, a, it's it's a weird it's a weird something to strive for, all you small towns out there. Uh. It's a weird state. Yeah, like get your. <laughs> Get your if you're a larger together. state than New Jersey, get your racial hatred together. Um, <laughs> Matt and Mattingly. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's a couch burning party. Wow. It's really weird. That's fucking scary, man. Yeah. Uh, saying it now, this, I haven't told this story in forever. It's weirder to tell it now. Yeah. 
Like I just don't I don't well, even understand. This is the, the age this is the age of to catch a predator. This is the age of you of course would never drive into the no. the woods. Yeah. Do kids even do it anymore? No. This really I don't even like, think raves happen anymore, right? They're always like really the super organized. It sounds like the beginning of like Lost Boys, right? Like it's like these guys are turned to vampires and eat us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. That this so, sounds like something that absolutely still happens. I definitely think that. I, they I still feel like, like this. I feel like this kind of thing absolutely still happens. I could be. I could be one hundred thousand percent. No, wrong. I think it does. It must. They're rite of passage type stuff, but it's a. It's a more organized. You kind of know where you're at. Yeah. Well, everyone has smartphones now. Yes. Everybody GPS. has everybody has GPS in their pocket all the yeah. time. Now. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, that's that's part of it. I guess that's, that's the it. weirdest thing. Would be like to make plans involved making the plans, and then you assumed you were going to make the second call. God, I remember having to get, having to get to right. a friend's house. Uh, I, you know, a friend that I'd met during that summer camp, and just never been to his place before, and just having like written down a few directions on a piece of paper. Yeah. And I was like, ugh. You just figure it out. We yeah. figured it out, but geez. I know. It's so weird. It's nuts, man. You'd be like, yeah, we'll, we'll do that Thursday. I'll call you Wednesday and get the directions from you. Mm-hmm. And we were always by our landline phones. Yep. So weird. I always had a couple of quarters on me so I could do a, do a pay phone. Oh, pay phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? When, when did you get a cell phone? I mean, I, my first cell phone that I owned was I was in college. I didn't get one till 2000. Yeah. Wow, for a guy who's a sci-fi geek, that's a little late to get a cell phone. Yeah, I didn't have one. I had a landline, my first apartment here in Vegas. Yeah. And I got fucked on it. Some asshole called Croatia after I moved out. Oh! Somebody jacked into my phone line and called fucking Croatia. Wow! I paid like an $85 fucking phone bill or something, and I was like, what the fuck? It was awful. No, I think it was more than that. I think it was like was a couple say, hundred like, bucks. Now, now your phone bill just is eighty. Yeah, I was. I think it was a couple right. hundred bucks, but it was it was a lot of money back then. I got a cell phone early enough that people would pay me a dollar to use it. Yeah, I've had that happen before. That's, back uh, when I had my mine, cell phone, mine that I had in college, it was that because uh, the one I the one I had my freshman year of college, it was when it was still like a buck fifty a minute to to talk on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I uh, I got myself a, a Sprint phone. It came in the mail, and it was like a brick, like it was like a giant phone did you have a flip phone no it wasn't a flip it was like a it was like a it was a it was a it was a hunk, a it was a hunk of plastic i no, really liked my this flip. is like the first like this is when sprint was building their network from the from from the from the ground up or whatever oh. and i bought into that marketing i was like i'm with them all those other guys are the man are you still sprint no oh i am it's the worst <laughs> cell phone ever i'm still sprint no if you lived in new york you would not never oh, be sprint okay. new york it was sprint was the worst service in no new york coverage, city eh? and um uh I was so surprised because I, I, you know, back then you memorize everyone's phone numbers. Sure. So you didn't have to have a directory. So I picked up this brick of a thing out of the mail, turned it on, dialed the number I knew, and it rang immediately. And I was like, whoa. I like dropped it out of like sheer fear. <laughs> like, like, holy shit, this is working. Wizards. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <coughs> and uh, yeah, I carried around this thing in my pocket. I just, I, I, I still have it because I think it's the funniest thing. That I was like, I used to walk with this in my pocket. This thing it's is like so it looks big. like like a like a blackjack from uh, from the from the from <laughs> old gangster movies. Like someone pull out some weird thing from their pocket, and just knock everyone the fuck out. We're gonna tear you up, see? Yeah, it was like the butt of a gun. I walked around with that was my first <laughs> phone. It's so awkward. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was thick and it was not flipping. There's nothing flipping about it. Not well. It had lit. an antenna that pulled out like a fishing pole. Yep. yep. Did it have? Did it even have backlight? No. Oh, the the buttons. Yeah, there was, was big awkward big rubber buttons. Yeah, push that had like a red light behind him. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'm with you. Oklahoma, huh? 
Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> Indiana. Oh, boy. I got to fight my hatred. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fight it, Paul. Channel it. Use it, my son. Use it. Round my Indiana homesteads. Wave the cornfields in the distance. Loom the woodlands clear and cool. Oftentimes my thoughts revert to scenes of childhood where I first received my lessons in nature school. But one thing there is missing in the picture. Without her face, it seems so incomplete. I love to see my mother in the doorway. As she stood there years ago, her boy to greet. Oh, the moonlight's fair tonight along the Wabash. From the fields there comes the breath of new The sycamores, the candlelights are gleaming on the banks of the Wabash far away. Many years have passed since I strolled by the river. Wabash? That's the one. Arm in arm with my sweetheart Barry by my side. It was there I tried to tell her that I loved her. Stop it. This is a state song. It was there I begged of her to be my bride. Long years have passed since I strolled through the churchyard. She's sleeping there, my angel Mary dear. I loved her, but she thought I didn't mean it. Still I'd give my future was she only here. This cannot be the state song of Indiana. Oh, the moonlight's fair tonight along the Wabash. From the fields there comes the breath of new moon hay. I think it's pronounced money. Through the sycamores the candlelights are gleaming on the banks of the Wabash. Far away. So he killed Mary. <laughs> Killed his wife. There was, he drowned her in the Wabash. Here's the thing. He clearly had a nice first draft. And he sounded like a lady. <laughs> first off, I, I can't believe that Indiana commissioned Miss Piggy to sing their state theme song. <laughs> I, that's my only, I was like, I'm just going for it. I'm going crazy falsetto with it. I like it. I like it. You did honestly sound like Miss Piggy through the majority of it. What? What are you saying? <laughs> Take it back. I come at why no, was the no. Wabash River? Um, yeah, the I've Wabash the, uh, is beautiful this time of year, honey. Why are I, there so many deaths by the Wabash? I'm never going there with you, frog. You <laughs> drown me in a heartbeat. I don't trust you. 
I have Fire the, the cannon towards the Wabash. Hi-ya! <laughs> I have the list of official state songs right here on the banks of the Wabash. That is Indiana. So clearly, whoever authored this song had a nice first draft with a lot murdered of the- his wife. No, is what happened. <laughs> that's where I'm going with the joke that I want to make. Is that he clearly had a first draft? He lined up all the facts for Indiana, and then like uh, murdered his wife. And then was like, well, let me take a look at this song. You don't need another verse. Because it, it reeks of alibi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, guys. Remember how I longed for my wife <laughs> standing know. there by the river? You never oh, talked yeah, about it. No, 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 no. It was this whole thing. And I was like, oh, I love you so much. Be my wife. She was a male letter bride and you hated her. Look, look, look. No, 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 no. You, you didn't see the times we were walking through the, through the trees and shit? Oh, man. <laughs> it got real romantic and stuff. Sure. Look, look. I mean, I might have... She went swimming. It was not advised. Where is she? In the woods. Like it really is. Like, I, t- I, t- I tied green yarn on the, on the it tree. It literally just goes like it. from She's like buried under the green yarn. <laughs> it just goes from like fun fact about Indiana yeah. to like there's this woman that died. Yeah. Here's some more fun facts on about the Indiana. Wabash. Yeah. Uh, nature lesson. Uh, anyway, my yeah. Wife the is nature dead. lesson is your wife dies. Yeah. <laughs> nature lesson is cover your tracks. <laughs> that is the, the strangest. This is why we do this segment. This is we, this is we're, we're not, doing a service. Yeah, we're not singing. We're not singing Yankee Doodle anytime soon. No, but we will take on the banks of the Wabash any day. <laughs> this. Is good stuff. The Banks of the Wabash, as sung by Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Scoops. <laughs> that is some crazy. I mean, the guy is just talking about like, like, I, like. Here's the thing. Okay, let's say he didn't murder his wife. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> let's okay, let's say, let's take a Devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. Let's indulge <laughs> me for a second. Okay, we're at a, whatever meeting takes place to figure out what the state anthem's going to be, and then then. Like, what submissions lost to the one about the guy whose wife died? Just He just tells the tale and throws in some fun facts about Indiana. Well, there was O.J. Simpson's book. <laughs> if I did it, the the Indiana theme song. Is he like, from Indiana? New Jersey State theme song. I was like, we have good is, tomatoes. Is O.J. from uh, Indiana? Could, couldn't be. That would be too perfect. I think he might be. That, that would be too perfect. Oh, man, I hope he is. Uh, me too. I, that's a weird, like thought a factoid banging in my head maybe i'm wrong i'm probably wrong i'm just picturing uh jersey's state state uh anthem being like uh you know like uh we have great tomatoes jimmy hoffa what ruffled the wrong feathers with the union <laughs> like what what like, like at the meeting yeah, they're like yeah. like he he lays down his tune and they're like uh okay i mean uh terry i know you're going through a rough time you just lost your wife uh, we'll do it. We'll make your song the state anthem. Thanks, man. I need, you yeah. know what? I think if this gives the state, state anthem, it gives me a lot more credibility when the case comes up. Because <laughs> <laughs> when this goes to court, people are going to be asking a lot of questions. And I mean, if you if you cut, wrote, to, cut to Sky Court, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this Doug, this Ugly Ellen, uh, we about to have Sky Court in order now. Oh, here is. <laughs> Here is Judge Wapner flying in on pterodactyl that stole him earlier. <laughs> Judge Wapner is presiding. Order in court. Order in court. Uh, Your Honor, uh, would 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 a client who has a state theme song 
murder his wife? Uh, no further you, questions. Okay, would you please bring uh, me that state case. theme song? Please sure. bring that up here. Thank it's uh, the Banks of the Wabash. Uh, great. Now I understand that the uh, the the defendant here wrote this song yes after his wife went missing Is well the first correct? draft was there but it had nothing about his wife in it and then his wife died and he put all of it in the, the, the second right, draft. right so it is a bit suspicious now the prosecution here uh is the uh is is an angry bird <laughs> Uh, would you like to uh, say anything on behalf of the court there? Would you? Yeah, okay. I hate pigs. Got it. Well, uh, I'm going to have to find you guilty. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's made a Sky strong court case. court has different standards than, uh, <laughs> than the American court system. Contact. Angry Bird. You just win case. Well done. Ugly well and pretty proud. Oh, what? Really? Okay. Well, you heard here first. I just laid an egg. <laughs> so did Sketch. <laughs> <laughs> so did whoever got second place in the Indiana State theme song. What right. loses Where is he from? Song? Where is he from? OJ Simpson is from San Francisco. Oh, okay. Well, where most murderers are from. <laughs> Sorry to all scoops in San Francisco. Please don't murder us. That's not. No, we're all. What's, he's not in jail for that. Uh, we're all armed uh, merchandise retrievers. Yeah, are born. We will fuck you up if you get, take our memorabilia. You know he's here. What if we just tried to go to his prison and visit him? <laughs> what if we? What if we and I? What if the ice cream social just visiting hours went and tried to go see OJ? I got a pal that works out there. Do you? I got a guy who's a CEO out there. You know a guy. You sound very Jersey right now. He's a CEO. <laughs> Man. He's a CEO of the prison? A CO, corrections officer. He's the chief He's executive not the CEO officer of the prison. <laughs> of the prison. <laughs> Hello, I'm Ernest J. Jailbird. I run the prison and I make a million dollars every year on the misery and pain of my inmates. Every Tuesday used to be cake day. Now it's dried toast day. And that puts an extra $5,000 in my pocket every year. Oh, I've got to call my good friend Paul Mattingly. Um, hey, Mattingly, what's up? You want to come visit O.J. Simpson? You can, because I, Ernest T. Jailbird, run this show. <laughs> Ernest T. Jailbird, we can't, we can't, we got to start running. We basically are just a brainstorm for a cartoon. Yeah. This podcast just does nothing else but create cartoon characters that we want to see again, because who was the mayor of Kentucky, Richmond, Kentucky? Ruff. <laughs> Ruff Barkington. Ruff Barkington. I want Ruff Barkington back in. <laughs> I want Corey the Camel. I want Grizzly Barista. This is tough stuff. Yeah. This is tough. It's tough to just be real people in real life. It is tough to be real people in real life. That's why so many of them end up in my jail. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I used to have in all the jail cells? Cots. You know what's in there now? A hard piece of wood. And it saves me $8,000 every year right in my pockets. (laughs) Not softwood. <laughs> no, not, not I don't like, allow any like of nice the, pine. I don't allow any of the softwoods into my jail. <laughs> Those are too easily to carve up for shanks. 
Uh, this is just nothing but a teaser for tomorrow night's Halloween episode. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, if you let, Ernest you have, T. Jailbird, you have to listen to this CEO of the jail. The first day that it's available. If you listen to this after the first day it's available, you cannot help our Halloween episode. You, you know what else the inmates used to get? What's that? Clothes. Now they're all naked as Ernest T. Jaybirds. <laughs> <laughs> That's my joke. I'm uh, I'm turned on by your joke. You would be <laughs> if you came to my prison. Most of the prisoners walk around hard as rocks. I would turn them into a helicopter rotor party. Mm-hmm. Like an Australian football team. I tried to tell them, stop getting boners all the time. So I instituted a, a prison rule where any prisoner with a boner gets a slap on the wiener. That would not deter about 50% of the boners. Turns out it was a bad policy. <laughs> <laughs> it, did, it, it increased wiener hardness. CEO Jailbird knows yeah. when he's made a mistake. Yeah, oh, I'm not above the law, and I'm not above making... I'm human. I'm human. Well, most of me's human. Part of me's an actual bird. <laughs> Sky court. <laughs> this ugly Ellen. On trial, Ernest T. Jailbird for his racketeering and taking of monies from jail prison peoples. How you plead? I plead happy as a jailbird. <laughs> I uh, I plead the fifth of vodka. Ha ha ha! That's my other joke. <laughs> oh man, that just reminded me of the time I went to fight a traffic ticket. And <laughs> did the traffic ticket win? Uh, in this corner, Matt Donnelly, and in this corner, weighing in at about two ounces, this thin piece of paper with a traffic infraction written upon it. I don't want to talk about it. I want a clean fight. You understand? Traffic Who? ticket. Don't you give any? Don't you give any paper cuts? You got me? Who's that? That's that guy. That's the referee. In. <laughs> that referee. He's drunk. How else would you get through all these fights? Um, I went to court to try to amend the penalties of a traffic ticket I received, and um, uh, they they you know look you get like a a, a DUI like our friend Tommy. Um, they make you they basically want to embarrass you. They make you talk about every detail when you go up there. And so this is this guy talking. They feel like this is a punishment. I guess so. It's just part of the whole deal. And they said like um, uh, you know like is this is this your first DUI? Like, no, sir, this is my third. And they're like, uh, what were you uh, drinking when you got when you got pulled over? How much had you drank? And he goes, oh, about uh, just just two pints. And this I, is someone else in court. Someone else in court, yeah, yeah. No, I've never gotten a, a DUI. Um, but I thought to myself, two pints. Like, I've drinking two pints of Guinness and driven many a time. This guy's his third DUI. It's a rough one to, to get pinched with. And they said... Uh, uh, two pints of what? He said vodka. And I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> Take that guy's license away! I shouted. I was a taxpayer. Different thing. Totally different thing. When you measure Get- the amount of booze you consume before driving by the pint... <laughs> Get Ernest T. Jailbird on the phone. He's yeah. got a new resident. Tell, I, I have had a lot of whiskey over my life. I could not tell you any of it in pints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then when you think about it, think yeah. about no ice, no mixer. Just think about Woof, like a straight Guinness, pint. A Guinness glass of booze. God. That is just a bad idea. Two of them. Two. Boom. Before driving. Oof. Yeah. He lost his license for 10 years. <laughs>
right in front of our faces. Oh. I gave him a ride home. No, I did not. I went nowhere near him. <laughs> I took him um, to the bar. I took him, yeah, I took him out. I was like, let's let's drink it off. You took him down to the banks of the Waukesha or whatever. Yeah, I took him, yeah. The, 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 Waukee the Wabash. Cop? The Wabash. Yeah. No one ever found his tracks. <laughs> Except me, Kermy. Um, there's, right. an empty, there's an empty glass right next to the tree. <laughs> you can still smell the liquor because you had drink so much. His body was full of it. If you walk by that tree, it smells like vodka. <laughs> you can smell it because he's buried there. <laughs> this show just got really sad. <laughs> Why are there so many trees that are drunk? Um, because you buried drunks there. <laughs> um, we'll go out on that. I want to thank Penn for that. <laughs> For creating this podcast, I was afraid of that. I was trying to go out like eight bits ago, but I couldn't. What? I couldn't stop it. What are you talking it. about? We're, we're like an hour and forty in. <laughs> they love it. The, 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 that's so. why I'm going out on the it. The one guy loves it. <laughs> the, ice, the ice cream sandwich is eating this up. We write. We write. We write all of our own scoop mail. There's only one guy that listens to our podcast. Um. And the problem is he lives in Indiana. So we li- fucking shot ourselves in the foot with that one. <laughs> his life we is really in, did it. When his life is in danger. Hey, you know what? All that shit that I said about Indiana, I fucking meant it. <laughs> no, <laughs> now I, we just do this to I hear ourselves even, talk. No, I don't even know. I don't think anybody. They don't have this kind of technology in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the. I hear Kentucky's got these downloads. <laughs> um, Address all hate mail directly to Paul Yeah, directly to Paul <laughs> Get that through mattandmattingly.com I love Indiana Larry Bird's from Indiana He sure is That's So is a lot of corn Yeah, yeah That's why I I, I used to uh, just uh, watch Larry Bird and corn play basketball <laughs> Just the Larry band? Bird and a bunch of corn <laughs> The band it was just Larry, Larry Bird the band versus corn. the band <laughs> corn Tiny metal guys with dreads All day I double up against Larry Bird Shirts and skins all day. <laughs> I dream about basketball with dirty, dirty birds. What's the other one? What's the other they song? had a big hit. They got, they got, the, they got a couple of them. That test, get a task, get a something. They really started off with this. Yeah, it was. Wasn't it? They started off with the whole like kind of fucked up nursery rhyme thing. Oh, uh, okay. All like, day I dream like about Andrew sex. Like Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. And, and, yeah. <laughs> Corn's whole thing was like Hickory Dickory Duck The mouse ran up the clock The clock struck one and the mouse had a big hard dick (laughs) (laughs) Jack and Jill went up the hill Each with a bucket a quarter Jill came down with 250 fucking whore All right, we'll go out on that. I want to thank Penn Gillette for creating this podcast. I want to thank Ace Munz for his illustrations. I want to thank Tony Longworth for all of his tunes that we played today. I want to thank all the scoops for writing in uh, their scoop mail. I want to thank... Oh, Corn Corn should do the Andrew Dice Clay musical where they set an entire act of music. They, they absolutely should. What else are they doing right now? <laughs> I think that lead guy produces. Tell me, porn. whatever, who, whoever, whoever's producing corn right now, whatever you're working he makes, on in the studio, he makes corn porn. I think they live in town too. You tell me 
what you're working on, if it's better than singing Andrew Dice Clay's routine, <laughs> you tell me. It it couldn't be. You can't be. No. And you, could, you, could, you could put some Ford Fairlane in there. Yeah. You got a fucking hit musical, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if we're going to go into his movies, I guess we could do Dude, all this dialogue from the Woody I'll Allen tell you movie. What, Brain Smasher, a love story, is fucking funny. That's on yeah. Netflix, too. It's good stuff. Uh, but you just Yakuza. don't want the show to end, dude. Nope. <laughs> I'm just trying to get to the thank yous. <laughs> we went out and we had a nice strong bit. All right, go ahead, finish. Any more fun facts about Andrew Dice Clay before we <laughs> fucking get out of here? <laughs> Done. I've heard he's a, a really pleasant individual. <laughs> he is. A, I've heard he's a nice guy, too. You know, he wears shoes. Uh, so <laughs> He wears shoes? Yeah. Uh, he's not from Indiana. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, next episode is our Halloween episode. Uh, Sorry, everybody. Any racist remarks will be in character. Oh no! <laughs> I get to be Blackula. Yeah. Oh. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, thank you, Paul Mattingly. Thank you, Matt Donnelly. Follow Paul on Twitter at the Famous Paul. Follow Matt at Sweet Matty D. You can follow the whole podcast at the Hey Scoops or go check us out on Facebook at Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social mm-hmm. or get right on our website and write in some more of that scoop mail that we love. Thank so you guys for writing much. us in. We love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Talk about us. We'll be talking about you. Yeah. In a dirty way. You'll be in our dirty dreams. We'll be making up slutty stories about you in the mm-hmm. locker room. About how you went through Wabash. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from that, dude. You're dead. No sexual adventure is worth going to the Wabash. I buried my drunk husband. You, you want to have a threesome with us at the Wabash? No, 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 <laughs> Fuck no. no. I will not be going near the Wabash. That sounds like a goddamn couch party. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Ice Couch Party. Episode. Ice Cream Social Halloween. Get ready and stay the fuck out of Indiana. <laughs> Blake. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. I don't think we've been recording for a long time now. Oh, no. What? Oh, shit. No, I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs>